Welcome to Age Old Questions, the Aging Parents Podcast, where we talk about navigating the role of supporting aging parents. My name's Ellen, and today I have something a little bit different for you. I have a short reflection I recorded about guilt, which is something I've been thinking a lot about. I hear a lot of the families I work with talk about guilt and say no matter what they do, it feels like there's always something to feel guilty about. So I've been thinking about that recently. Also, anyone who knows me knows I love a good analogy. So I um, also tell a story about trying to find the right breakfast. So here it is, a reflection about guilt. Working with families of aging parents, there's a theme that comes up a lot. Guilt. People feel guilty. They say, no matter what they do, they feel like they're doing it wrong. We experience guilt when we feel like we're doing something wrong, when we feel like we should be doing something more or different or better. And supporting aging parents is full of opportunities for guilt. There are a lot of opinions out in the world about the right way to care for a parent. We're exposed to these opinions in the form of jokes, conversations, expert recommendations, and doctor's advice. And our smart brains take all of this information and turn it into a long list of rules and guidelines to help us make the best decisions later on. As a kid, we might hear a neighbor say, I would never put my mom in a home. So we add that to the list. Got it. Don't put mom in a home, whatever that means. We hear someone mention they've been helping their dad shower ever since he had a fall. Dad doesn't want to have strangers help in the shower, they say. Later, someone else says they wouldn't feel comfortable helping their dad in the shower. That should be left to the professionals. So we add it all to our list. Help dad in the shower, but leave it to the professionals. Also, no strangers. So we go through life soaking up and saving these opinions, compiling it all without putting too much thought into it, and without realizing some of them obviously contradict each other. We just save it all. Then, later, we draw on this long list of rules and guidelines to help us make the right decisions. Let me pause here for a minute to say I love a good analogy. When something feels too big and scary for me, I like to compare it to something more approachable. The task of taking care of aging parents, that feels big and scary. So humor me for a minute here and let me switch gears to tell you a story about something much more approachable breakfast. One evening I was in the grocery store and thought to myself, I should get something for breakfast. So my brain started to pull up everything I knew about breakfast to help me make the best choice. And over the years, turns out I have collected a lot of opinions and ideas about breakfast. Guidelines and recommendations, expert advice, anecdotes, personal preferences, all about what makes a good breakfast, including Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Breakfast should be quick and easy. Breakfast should have complex carbohydrates to help power you and feel full all morning. Also, breakfast should be mostly protein to help power you and feel full all morning. So I started looking around the store, trying to find something that would fit these criteria. Eggs, maybe? Not enough complex carbs. Eggs on toast? Mm, Not complex enough. Eggs and oatmeal? Too much work. Now I'm making two things. How about eggs and banana? Not enough protein. Yogurt? 
Well, I'm trying to eat less dairy. I was getting frustrated. I felt like all my ideas were a little bit wrong. I felt like I was failing because I couldn't come up with the right answer. So I kept looking. I was contemplating a mushroom egg white omelet when I remembered seeing Dwayne The Rock Johnson on a late night show talking about his eating habits. He said he was practicing intermittent fasting, so he didn't eat breakfast at all. Well, of course, I want to be like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, so I guess the solution is no breakfast. But then I remembered my first guideline. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Bah! There was no right answer. Out of frustration, I grabbed a container of yogurt and a package of blueberries, and all week I ate my yogurt breakfast, and it was tasty, and it worked for me, but I felt guilty. Guilty that I wasn't doing it right, that I wasn't like the rock, that I was eating too much dairy. So the next week, I didn't buy anything for breakfast. I was going to do it right this week, so I skipped breakfast, and I spent each morning also feeling guilty that I was depriving myself of the most important meal of the day. No matter what I did or didn't do, there was always a voice telling me, you're doing it wrong. Now, I'm a slow learner sometimes, but of course, eventually I realized I was never going to, quote, get it right. I had put myself in an impossible situation. My expectation was that I should be able to find a perfect breakfast solution, one that included being good and healthy and easy and also includes zero breakfast. It didn't matter what I did. If I was trying to meet all of those criteria, I would always feel like I was doing it wrong. I would feel guilty no matter what I ate or didn't eat. I had a bunch of unspoken breakfast rules in my head, and no matter what I did, I was always breaking at least one. So, back to aging parents. Obviously, bigger and scarier than breakfast. But trying to support an aging parent can put us in the same impossible bind, with guilt at every decision. You might be carrying around some of the following rules. You should have enough money to move your parents into a great facility if they need it. Also, you should never move your parents into a facility. You should call your mom every evening so she doesn't get lonely. Also, You should spend an uninterrupted evening with your spouse and kids because they deserve your undivided time and attention. You should let your mom move in with you, even though she can be very demanding. Also, you should set healthy boundaries with your mom for your own well-being. You should hire a caregiver to go to your dad's house. You should take care of your dad yourself. Remember? No strangers? You should make sure your dad is doing his PT exercises. But also... You shouldn't pester your dad to do something he doesn't want to do with his limited time left on earth. So you're carrying around all of these ideas. Then you find yourself touring a nice assisted living facility with your mom because her doctor said she's not safe living alone anymore. And she's a bit unsure about the idea of moving, but she likes the library and the garden when it hits you. Wait, is this a home? Oh, remember? I am not supposed to move my mom into a home crushing guilt. As long as we feel like it's our job to try to adhere to all of these vague, unexamined, sometimes contradictory ideas about the best way to care for our parents, we're going to feel like we're failing at something. There's always going to be a voice telling you, you're doing it wrong. For breakfast, I've settled on a homemade instant oatmeal mix that I make at the beginning of each week. Dwayne The Rock Johnson can do him 
and I'm going to do me. I like something warm, easy, and simple for breakfast. I prioritized what was important to me, found something that works for me most of the time, and I had to purposefully let go of some of my other ideas and expectations about the perfect breakfast. When that voice pops up that says, you know, you're not doing it right, you really should blah blah blah, I ask myself, is there any way I could do it better in one way without feeling like I'm doing it worse in a different way? Is this working for me well enough right now? There are a lot of different options for breakfast, and different people are going to find different solutions. There are a lot of different ways to support an aging parent. Give yourself permission to prioritize what's right for you and your family. Let go of expectations and the well-meaning advice that just doesn't work for you. Edit the long list of guidelines you've created over the years to include only the things that are important to you. And then try not to feel guilty when you can't solve an impossible problem. There's no perfect solution, so find what works for you most of the time. Be flexible, let it change as you and your family change. And when you do feel guilty because you think you're doing it wrong, remember there's no such thing as doing it right. So it's okay to find the somewhat wrong solution that's right for you. Thanks for joining me today. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at age.old.questions, or you can send me an email at ellen at ageoldquestions.org, or send me a message on the website. That's ageoldquestions.org. The music in this episode is written and recorded by Kristen Gordon. You can learn more about her in the show notes. And until next time, wishing you the best.